0: What's up? Welcome back to Music 101. Uh, in the last episode, we talked a little bit about equalization and frequencies. And in this episode, I want to talk about compression, which is the dynamics of music and manipulating the dynamics of music. And so remember how I said there were d- like these different modalities that we can work within. There is frequency, which is pitch. There is the amplitude, which is the the loudness or the dynamics, loudness, quietness of audio. And then finally, there's time. That's all we have with music or just those three domains that those three dimensions. So let's focus on that second one. Since we already talked about pitch, let's talk about compression and dynamics. So to start, I want to talk more holistically about what that is and what that means to me. Music in its best form to me has a sense of wholeness, like everything is pulled together to create one musical statement it's not i'm going to present drums and bass and they're all playing it's it's everybody kind of transcends their instrument and is playing together and make something together and you're just hit with this wall of sound that's what i try to do with my mixes and that's one of the roles of compression compression takes an initial attack and pulls it back at something called a ratio so if you have a ratio of one to three um, every time that an a, a audio source is hitting something louder than a threshold, so you're basically saying anytime time that is playing really loud, I'm going to pull it back by a third. And you can adjust that ratio, you can adjust that threshold. But essentially what it's doing is it's limiting the amount of loudness that is coming out of an individual instrument. And then what you can do is you can actually play with instruments together, and that's where compression gets really fascinating and cool to me as a mixing engineer and as a musician is you can have things compress when they're playing together. And that's something that recording engineers oftentimes call glue. You're gluing together different instruments. So typically you'll have drums with their own compression, so the hi-hat and the kick and the snare, they're all gonna be working with each other. So every time that big old kick happens, it's going to compress the entire drum kit, not just the kick. And then from there, you usually compress the drum kit with the bass guitar together. And then from there, you usually compress the entire mix. And then from there, you do it again, and sometimes again and again. So basically what I'm getting at is compression is the magic glue that pulls things together and the magic glue that tames noisy or erratic instruments. So say, like, I'm speaking really loudly, I'm speaking really quietly. Compression is something that helps pull together those two extremes so that you as the listener isn't getting overwhelmed. And that's one of the things that makes recorded music so different from live music. Uh, live music, obviously, if you have mixing boards and stuff, you can have compression. But if you're just like a chamber um, chamber orchestra that's you know just playing acoustically in front of people or acoustic guitarist, you're able to play with dynamics in a different way. And um, sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a bad thing. And personally, if you have a lot going on, I like the compression. Your ears also have um, a form of compression, but I don't really know very much about that. But it's something like where if you hear really loud sounds, your ears um, react to them differently, and it depends on where they are in the audio spectrum. But again, I don't really know very much about that. I do know, though, that if you have instruments playing off of each other and you compress them in interesting ways, it can make things go from being individual instruments to a beautiful ball of sound. So the is not hearing these constituent parts and instead hearing everything glued up together so um this is gonna be a pretty quick episode i got a lot going on right now um in a really cool way and i'm excited to announce some of these things especially when it comes to mixing and hopefully that'll make these podcasts feel a little bit more legit because i'll have um actually done something (laughs) so uh stay tuned for that but that's the reason why these are going to be a little bit shorter i'm very excited anyway let me show you what this these compressions um kit can, can do what these compressors can do. Here's just a drum kit uncompressed. Now let's add some some compression to it. And then let's go pretty extreme, like a ton of compression. Here it's fundamentally changing what the drum kit sounds and feels like. Now let's go to one of my songs. I want to play um, a drum kit. This has already got some compression on it and then I'm going to bring in the bass and now let's compress them together. And now I'm going to bring in a bunch of different um, stems, all the individual tracks, play them together and then I'll compress them together. And now finally, um, after this episode, I'm going to show you what the actual song sounds like with um, all of the compression. There's something called limiting compression and mastering. We'll get into more of that later. But essentially what that is, there's a variety of stages where things get compressed. I always compress things when I'm going on the way in, when I'm in the recording process. So there's compression going on there. So just in case, like, say for example, I'm playing bass and my finger slips and I accidentally play one note a little bit too loud, the, the part isn't ruined you know, uh, like the whole podcast is ruined by me getting a notification. Um, the part isn't ruined because the compressor, you know, dialed that intense note back a little bit and, um, and that worked. So then you bring it in to the, the, um, recording software, the digital audio workstation, the DAW, and you can compress more there. Then you can press it with the other instruments, compress it with the mix, and then the mastering engineer compresses it again. And that's how music is made. Um, Honestly, compression and saturation, are uh, that's the secret sauce. If, if you don't even EQ any, anything, if you don't put any reverb or delays, if you literally only deal with what we were talking about before with pulling up those harmonic frequencies um, in the frequency domain and then also um, playing with the dynamics, those two things are enough to take raw audio and turn it into... A actual commercially viable, releasable record. So that's it. Make everything glue together with compression.